0: When a renter decides that they've signed their last lease, it's important that while they're still living in their rental, they develop a different relationship with money to prepare themselves not only for the purchase of their home, but for the huge responsibility that is a 30-year mortgage. Tonight on The Rent Abolisher, we'll start a three-part series called Moving On Up, Pathway to Dream Home. This episode is titled, Renter Friendly Savings Tips. Grab your pen and paper. Let's get started. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Ran Abolisher. My name is Alexis Miller, NMLS 189-6104, currently lending in 30 states. This episode tonight is near and dear to me because I'm going through it right with you. I recently downsized in order to save and get myself ready for a new home. So we are learning together. Alrighty, so the first tip is stay with family or get a roommate. (laughs) Probably not the most popular uh, tip, but this is good, obviously, because if you have rent and you're sharing it with somebody, then the money that you're able to save, you could either delegate that towards paying off debt or putting it in your savings, stockpiling your savings so that you can put that money towards your closing costs or down payment when you are ready to purchase a home but being able to split the cost, especially in this inflation market, this um, high interest rate environment where, you know, everybody is kind of scrambling to make sure that they have everything they need right now. It may be something that you can do and it's a win-win for everybody because you're saving and you can put money towards other things. So a little bit of sacrifice now (laughs) will pay off huge later. Tip number two, paying off credit card debt, which does seem a bit counterintuitive because I'm telling you to save, but hear me out here. So each of those cards have an interest rate and then there's an APR for if you revolve a balance from month to month, if you're just paying the minimum payment. Well, this is more of a like short term loss, (laughs) So pay it off now. And yes, you know, you might be broke a couple of days, might have to eat ramen and and cheese sandwiches. But <laughs> the idea behind this is just making sure that you're paying off your high interest debt. And there's not a true science to it. You just want to attack the cards with the highest interest and kind of go down from there and then keep those balances low and then keep that money in your pocket and utilize that towards saving towards your home or, you know, maybe Paying down some additional debt so that your debt to income ratio is lower once you get to me. All righty, a little listener participation here. And yes, I can see you. (laughs) Raise your hand high if you are guilty of having a bunch of subscriptions for things you may or may not use. And you haven't really sat down and took inventory of the value that those things are actually providing you versus how much you're actually spending on them. Raise those hands high because I know you're like me. So one thing I said at the top of this is that we have to change our relationship with money. And this is one of those areas that I really, really think could help all of us. And it was so eye opening for me when I actually sat down and took an inventory of all of the things I'm subscribed to and realized I'm not getting much value out of any of this. And then I added it up and I'm like, oh, that could have been earnest money. Oh, that could have been furniture for my new house. Oh, that could have been beds for my kids in our new house. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. So a lot of banks have um, developed systems where you can actually um, take a look at what your subscriptions are and you can manage them accordingly. If your bank does not offer this, and I am not sponsored by this um, app, but it is the Albert app and I actually use it. And basically what you do is you connect your bank to Albert and then they go in every month and they pull out your subscriptions Um, and there's some other grateful great tools excuse me uh, that Albert has but the subscription one is my uh, main use for it and then basically it just takes inventory of all of your um, subscriptions and then you can manage them accordingly and I ended up canceling a lot of subscriptions with the help of that useful app so check it out. Tonight's state shout out goes to the DMV area, including DC, Maryland, and Virginia, all states that currently lend in. Hopping right back into the renter friendly savings tips we are going to discuss the 50 30 20 budgeting method now this is something I recently learned and I'm actually doing it with you guys and I'm going to share how I'm doing it after I explain what it is <laughs> so basically it is your net income and then you split it 50% entertainment excuse me 50% essentials 30 percent entertainment and 20 percent debt so essentials obviously you have to live so you have to pay rent (laughs) so you want to make sure that you do those things with the 50 percent the 30 percent is for entertainment and then the 20 percent is what you would prioritize towards paying off your credit card debt student loans and then you know all of your debt obligations now this is me a loan officer speaking I'm purchasing in a market where I know that my debt is going to be scrutinized a little bit more because I need to afford more house, okay? So I've actually switched entertainment and debt. So I'm doing 30% debt, 20% entertainment. And my kids and I have had a discussion about how we're just going to have to sacrifice a little bit on the entertainment, which they understand. (laughs) (laughs) yes, I'm teaching my kids a little bit of sacrifice. (laughs) Um, But the 30% because I really want to aggressively pay down the debt because I don't want there to be an issue when I pull through my credit and I try to do the debt analysis that I can't get the house that I'm looking for, the house that will meet all of mine and my kids needs because that debt is so high. So it's up to you, like I said, but it's 50% essentials, 30% entertainment, 20% debt. We'll hop into our last renter-friendly savings tip here in just a moment, but I want to make sure that we're connected on Instagram at The Rent abolisher. Again, that is at The Rent abolisher. If you have any specific questions about your specific situation, remember I am lending in 30 states. So more than likely I am lending in your state. You can always shoot me an email, amillerhomeloans at gmail.com. Again, that is amillerhomeloans at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. last but certainly not least <laughs> saving lump sums of money okay another listener survey how many of you guys are guilty of getting your tax return and you're like I need that new purse I need those new shoes I need that new refrigerator the new iPhone has come out hands raised high <laughs> I remember I'm going through this with you so I am being completely transparent and vulnerable here. I 100% had that relationship with money at one point. And then once I changed my relationship with money, I realized that those funds could actually be used to kickstart your savings towards purchasing a new home. So here's what I want you to do. Speak with a, re- a realtor or you can speak with a lender. Shameless plug. <laughs> and get an idea of how much money you expect that you will need for your initial investment to purchase a home and then once you have that idea i'm not saying use the whole tax return or the whole bonus from work or the whole christmas bonus you don't have to I, i wouldn't expect you to life happens but maybe use a portion of that a percentage of that towards that fund cuz it kickstarts it right because you know we can't save thousands of dollars a month that's not realistic and life happens but if you have $3000 at one time and you can put that aside then building on it seems a lot more easier and it's a lot more faster for you to be able to reach your goals so that is my advice for you on that it is something that i'm personally working on right now and i'll keep you posted on my progress alrighty and here's a bonus tip as promised to my current homeowners or my current homebuyers that are currently seeking savings through homeowners insurance so the homeowners insurance hack is basically you will go to whoever you currently have renters auto boat motorcycle whoever you currently have insurance with and you'll actually let them know that you're going to purchase a home you'll provide them with the address that you are purchasing and then you will get a quote then you'll compare that quote to other people but the idea behind that is that your established relationships should have yielded some type of additional savings for you through that insurance company so, some things that you can do to make sure that you are able to see some savings there is make sure that your credit score is good because you know it does have some um, effect on what they can quote you but then make sure that your payment history with them is good so really you really need to have maintained a really good and long-lasting relationship and typically they'll knock off a percentage or they'll give you a percentage towards your homeowner's insurance when you add that new policy or you bundle that policy with your current existing policies so that is my bonus tip i know renters you're like where is this coming from trust me (laughs) This is something that I have mentioned that I would uh, mention on this um, podcast episode. So there you go. And that is it for episode three. Moving on up. Pathway to dream home. Renter friendly savings tips. Yes, that was a mouthful. (laughs) Episode four will cover the home buying process from the lender perspective. So I want you guys to know what to expect when you come over to me after you've gone under contract for a home. So we'll take a deep dive into that. Be sure to save this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Again, my name is Alexis Miller, NMLS1896104.